Hello and welcome back to Pairs Among People, the podcast, the sequel, the remix. We're back after an almost two-year hiatus. And I am glad that I was able to revisit this entire thing because I blocked this entire podcast at the back of my mind. I blotted it out with like black ink and then I just decided, oh... What is Paris Among People? Never heard about that. But then I, on a whim, I decided to just like revisit this podcast in Anchor. And then I just saw that there were actual people listening to this. So I was like, okay, wow, okay. I have audience in the United States and Germany and Lithuania for some reason. And yeah, there you have it. That's one of my motivations for just like revisiting this and starting this all over again but i'm not i'm not starting it all over again per se i'm just revamping it since i am already like a first year student in college i decided to you know um spice things up a little if you if you if you yeah, if you think about it that way, I can spice things up a little because I'm already technically an adult and I guess I can talk about things that are more appropriate now because more age appropriate, not really like for young kids, more like for for people my age and for people who get to relate at that stuff around my age. But yeah, there you have it. So, if you notice, my S's and T's and P's over here, as I'm recording them, they're very defined. That is because I don't have a pop filter at the moment. I had to get a new microphone, and I've been using this current microphone for like over a a year now, and I don't want to switch out so fast, but then I'm thinking I should, maybe very soon, when I have the money... (laughs) Like right after I'm done with um, my pre-adulting stuff, then maybe I should, you know, I should be able to get a better microphone for all this podcasting. So anyway, what we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about what has been going on in my life ever since I've been in that almost two-year hiatus. So in that almost two-year hiatus, I graduated high school. Well, technically, we call that senior high school in the Philippines but then worldwide it would be considered high school because it's senior year you graduate at like 18 or 19 but then anyway yeah I I graduated high school with honors so that's why I took that hiatus to you know to study more and be a good student blah 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 I didn't want to be blase but then at the same time I just didn't really commit to doing this podcast anymore because everything was so planned it was very time constraining for me because at the time I was very organized with my stuff and I didn't really I didn't really loosen up about these kinds of things I had this entire script with me I had like paragraphs typed out and then when I wanted to sidetrack I would kind of like mess up at that point because Sometimes I'd use um, I'd use filler words like like what I'm doing right now with my likes, my us and ums and anyways and all that. But I just realized 
I just don't have to think. You know, I don't have to think about what I'm saying. <laughs> I just have to talk. And that's why podcasting is so... Um, it's very... It's like a friend, you know? It's like you're having conversations with your friends. But then they're not actually talking to you. I mean, you're not actually talking to them. They're like, they're talking to you. But then what you're just doing is just listening. So, yeah. So, moving back to the topic of the entire hiatus and school and graduation. I needed I needed an outlet to, like, release my thoughts. And I, I thought that podcasting would be an amazing way to release my thoughts and emotions and stuff but then i realized that would have been too personal but then at the same time it's just a good a good medium for ranting because i've been listening to a lot of other podcasts and they do the same thing but then at the same time it's mildly planned they have a topic a few topics and a recurring theme throughout the entire episode whether it be 30 minutes long or one hour long but yeah i just needed something to let out i needed that outlet i needed a a channel so right now what we're gonna talk about is social media wow how original right i am part of gen z so we live and breathe social media i've lived on stamp twitter for about um, five years now <laughs> not five not five um, that would be very concerning I've lived on st- I've lived in Stan Twitter for about two three years and it's been a really weird experience to say the least because everyone's getting exposed here and there everyone's getting cancelled and then everyone lives with this sort of avatar in their profile they have a different name, they have uh, certain interests that they project, that they showcase on their cards, that is card with the two R's, which is basically a whole website that um, acts like an enhanced bio for Twitter. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> but yeah, you have your avatars on Twitter, like stand twitter and then in twitter there are so many um spaces like subspaces for different interests like we have army twitter which i was a part of because i i'm a fan of bts we have k-pop twitter which is a total different breed we have annie twitter for anime fans we have film twitter for film junkies cinephiles cinephiles is that how you say it we have um, gaming Twitter. I don't know the whole title for it, but then I know that there are there's a subspace for gamers on Twitter. Obviously, we have Genshin Twitter, Honkai Twitter for like those games. Just among the many examples of subspaces in Twitter, and of course, when you are given the opportunity to um, slap on a fake profile, a fake name, a fake picture. Of course you are going to conceal your identity just for the sake of privacy and security. But then that backfires a lot because um with the whole with the whole 
issue of data privacy and authenticity, it does pose a problem for people who don't want their real identity to be revealed and and they don't want to be arrested for it. And then there are actual cases in which um, people have been arrested for catfishing, for scamming other people. And it's this whole web of deception that just likes to bite people's asses or something. I personally have not been a victim of being catfished or being scammed like in recent months. But I do know people who have been and I do know of people who have experienced those kinds of situations, if not worse. But I am here to talk about my experiences and my subjective opinion of like people who do it and people who conceal their identities and why it's reasonable for them to do so. So like I said a, a few minutes ago, social media is the oxygen of Gen Z. We live and breathe it. It's all around us. We technically grew up with it because we grew up with the with the emerging trends of technology. Like the iPhone 1 was legit the a whole cultural reset especially since it was released in like the late 2000s and a lot of gen z people um ended up uh buying iphone 3s iphone 4s i don't know the terminology because i never owned an iphone never planned to own one either android rules by the way but yeah um Social media is the oxygen of Gen Z, and we are, even right now, even the late Gen Z people and the early Gen Z people, they're, we are all connected through social media. All generations are connected through social media, and with every update, it just appears to be very stressful and very tiring to handle, kind of, because back then it used to be so much easier to be honest with just your staple apps like instagram facebook um, twitter and youtube but then now there seems to be a whole different community for different apps and then at the same time those different apps have the same features as their competitors like the whole story thing with instagram started out just because snapchat had stories and days and and the like and then after instagram it slowly moved to facebook and then after facebook it moved to fucking i forgot it it moved to messenger and then it moved to tweets for a while not tweets it is not tweets twitter it moved to twitter for a while and then it was called fleets for some reason and i don't know why it's called it was called fleets there was an explanation to that, but then I don't remember why it was called Fleets. But then they ended up deleting it, deleting that feature, and they introduced Spaces, which is like live podcasting, but in Twitter. And then you have um, Q&As in Spaces too. It's wild. I've, I've come across a lot of Spaces that are 
very questionable. <laughs> like, like I've seen spaces in um, this subcategory in Twitter because like you see these buttons, right? They're like at the bottom of Twitter, and then they ha- they engineered a specific category for spaces, and then I've seen spaces in which people are preaching. Christians are preaching about the Bible and shit. Um, people are are having moaning contests, and um, people were spreading around memes with a link to this to this specific space. I forgot the name of the space, but yeah, it was wild. It was a wild ride. Even right now, there are probably like weird ass spaces, but yeah, I I've never I've never joined a space. I've never hosted a space, so I wouldn't really know about that because I can't really come up with shit when it's live and in, and when people are actually listening live. So it's a struggle. I admit it's a struggle. So anyway, about Twitter and all of these trends emerging and how we as Gen Z people grew up with it. Um, the late the late people who were who are still a part of Gen Z, they they were influenced by a lot of what we left behind, like the early Gen Z people, or like maybe even the millennials. What they left behind on a lot of um, online communities, like what PewDiePie did in YouTube, what um, beauty gurus did in Instagram, and also YouTube. But then, at the same time, these um, late Gen Z babies, I'm just going to call them babies, these late Gen Z babies, um, they are assimilating a lot of the information that we left behind, like coming out stories, makeup tips, uh, pranks, and then this sort of shaped their identity into what they are today like um not really shape their identity it helped them find out who they are like a lot of queer folk right now on twitter they are on twitter and then they are also like very young they are very they are minors around like the ages of like 15 to 17 and maybe around my age too but then they are minors nonetheless but um the reason why they have to conceal their identity is because Twitter as well as every other social media um, app that they could find or they could be in where they could cultivate um, Twitter mostly is a space for those kinds of people and of course in, in like a space it's it's your own community. You get to make friends there. You get to meet other people. You get to share your experiences, your thoughts. It's been that way ever since um, Twitter was developed. And it's still being a space for bringing people together and all. That's the good side of it. That's the good side of it. And then there's a reason why I named this episode Two-Faced Avatars. Because... You know, it's it's hard to keep up with your real identity and your online identity. That's why I had to, like, you know... It's it's hard for me to um, live with a lot of per- personas, a lot of manufactured 
personalities most especially on twitter because like i don't know i have like maybe over 600 followers on my stan twitter account but then yeah um <laughs> over 600 is not really a big deal but it is for me so there you have it but we as older people have to understand too that young people are very you know very aloof about certain situations and then they love to they love to try and learn you know they love to try and fit in with a lot of older people a lot of older influences they love to try and do what they can so to sort of um to sort of know how it feels to live in our shoes that's why a lot of young young kids on twitter are a fan of the minecraft youtubers minecraft streamers i don't know that's why you know that's why they incorporate their lingo into their own vocabulary that's why they make fan art that's why they make fan fiction so that they will know how it feels to sort of be in their shoes to have this sort of solidarity with them but then there's this fine line between being a fan and being a stan and just being borderline obsessed you know not even borderline just being full-on obsessed i've seen people who like do very weird 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 things with themselves dedicated to their you know their faves i've seen people do really weird shit and it's it's not it's not it it's not it it's not it's really not it needless to say this whole borderline obsessed behavior i've seen going on with fans lately it's not it's not alien to me it's not foreign because i used to be like that but then i didn't go over the line with um with making a shrine for ariana grande or something or dedicating my um not really dedicating i didn't save a whole ass water bottle and encase it in said shrine from like one of her concerts because i didn't even go to her concerts but then that's an outlandish example of what's going on in stan twitter and people get hella likes and hella retweets over that shit because it's outlandish it's out of this world you never see it happen in real life but then wow once in a blue moon or once in a blue bird twitter thing i don't know i don't know where i'm going with that idiom but then once in a blue moon you get to see this golden post on twitter from a fan in stan twitter doing the most outrageous shit that you can never imagine yourself doing but then you relate to it sort of because that is what you would do if you had the kind of courage that they had that is what you would do you know so you retweet it just because oh i relate to this oh this is what i would do you know and a lot of the people on stan twitter are for lack of a better term entitled let me just say that they are really entitled i don't want to rant about it let me just say that they are entitled they are entitled to their own opinion of course but then my god do they stand by that opinion like when they have a certain opinion they make sure that you know that it's their opinion 
you are not allowed to disagree with them because it's their opinion but then yeah they would get really angry for disagreeing for you disagreeing with them you know and it goes to the point that they would threaten you with doxing you or something but at the same time I understand why they would do that of course they are entitled to their own opinion and you wouldn't want someone to disagree with you but then that is a part of maturing girl that is that is a part of maturing you gotta understand that not everyone has to agree with you not everyone agrees that Harry Styles broke gender norms I mean of course I agree with the fact that you know Harry Styles did the damn thing but then to go as far as to say that he is the person to break gender norms that is kind of a reach I I respect him a lot I respect him but he is one of the many other people who broke gender norms and to just say that he is the person honey <laughs> we have Billy Porter we have um, Jaden Smith where was their attention right anyway I'm not gonna go on a whole spiel about that whole gender norm thing but then like I said people are entitled to my to their own opinion and that whole that whole rant thing about Harry Styles th and gender norms that that was my opinion you you are free to disagree and if we can have a mature conversation about it then that is the best thing that you can do the, the whole problem with it is that when people try to have a conversation online um, they just shut down they just either say they're joking or they just like say that they don't care so I find it really hard to argue with people on Stan Twitter or just like try to you know try my best to educate people on Stan Twitter but then it's not it's not worth my time it's not worth my time and effort it's not worth my you know it's not worth my phone battery phone electricity phone energy or whatever but yeah the reason why people are so two-faced on Stan Twitter is because they are entitled to what they are and what they believe in no matter how bad no matter how good it is it is yeah being bad and being good is just entirely subjective because what you are doing can be good for you but then what you're also doing the same actions they can be bad for other people so if you if you grew up to believe that what you're doing is good it can be bad for other people like um like using aave in um and calling it stan twitter lingo you might not believe it as like a good you might not believe it as a bad thing or like something that is subtly stereotypical and like using black people language black people's language as a way to um, project your humor or comedy you might not see it as like a bad thing but then black when black people say that it is um, it is a bad thing maybe you should practice not using it in your vocabulary a little more you know but then again I am not I'm not speaking for black people I I've had someone um, come up to me before and then just like shut me down because like 
what I've been saying and the way I've been saying it is um, a little hurtful to them. I did my best to to um, do better and not and just not you know just not do it. <laughs> so there you have it. That's my that's my whole that's my whole experience with Twitter culture and cancel culture because it is very hard. It is very hard to handle, especially when you are at that age where you are still figuring it out. Like minors on Twitter, mm-mm, they should not. They should not. They should not dwell on there every day. Honestly, just, just do more stuff with yourself and not with other people, because a lot of the people I find on Stan Twitter are very, very, might I say, clingy. You know, and then that's not. That's a read to me too. That's a read on me because. I am also clingy, and then that showed in my interactions with other people on Stan Twitter. But yeah, um, mm-hmm. I don't have anything else to say. I mean, I could go on and on, but I am planning to just keep this episode kind of short, little less than um, thirty minutes, just for the sake of maybe th- the fact that I've been rambling on and on about social media when I can make a part two of this but then just like a really really deep analysis of like you know social media apps and how they are designed to give you that dopamine rush but yeah I'm just gonna save that for next episode so I I hope you enjoyed listening to this comeback and I hope you get to have a great day morning evening night afternoon whatever time it is for you and i hope to see you in the next episode and take care everyone and if you want to know my stan twitter account you will have to wait until i am ready to reveal it because yeah i hope i hope you all have fun in your day and i hope you all Have a great one and just take care. Goodbye.